0: Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This is a very special episode to us. This is our 50th episode. We are super excited to bring it to you. We want to thank everybody who has supported us thus far, and we hope to bring you many, many more episodes. And we celebrate with Tony's Top 50 Movies. Enjoy!
1: Greetings and salutations TMG Nation, it's Tony the Movie Guy with a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast, and as always with me, Miss Money Miss Money Annie. <laughs> good job,
2: you got it right this time.
1: I did, but good what job. did you say? As Miss Money Annie. Oh, okay. All right, and look, this is an exciting episode. Come on. Come on! All right, we're celebrating our 50th episode.
2: Whoa, can you believe it's 50 episodes? That's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, in like, what, eight months? Yeah. Yeah, so this whole thing came together like About, fall last year. Yeah, no,
2: September, I think.
1: We've been doing an episode pretty consistently almost every week.
2: Yeah, so dedicated. Even we double record when we go on vacate, Tony. That's
1: right. We, we did double record when we went on vacay. Don't make fun of me. Who says vacay? (laughs) Everyone says vacay. Why not just say vacation? Why don't you just say holiday? (laughs) Exactly, holidays. But anyway, it's true. We've been uh, very industrious in the podcast because it's fun love I love, love movies. You love movies. We love arguing about movies. We do. We love having... We've been really fortunate as well to have some really cool guests. Really
2: cool guests. You know, guests.
1: originally the idea was just to kind of shoot the shit with our friends and stuff. And then as the podcast grew, it really just grew its own legs of its own. It really did. It really started taking off... And
2: thanks to your tuning the Movie Guy page and your awesome following, we were able right. to get some wicked guests on.
1: Yeah. So I'm very active on social medias and really it's the fans, yeah. uh, the people who participate in the the movie polls and uh you know love all the movie news and now my new segment on the red booth show Thanks to awesome guys check it out if you have not watched it yet it's really cool yeah on youtube america every saturday night i have a little segment on kimberly q's red booth show doing movie releases for the upcoming week yeah and all the social media pages and the podcast so anyway i love it and i'm glad so far it seems all the listeners love it pretty much by the way please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. If you're listening... Please do that. It really makes a big difference. Uh, and again, I don't plug the show a lot. I just get on with it. But uh, I, I'd love you to do that. It takes one minute and it makes a big difference for us. It keeps the podcast alive. Uh, and, you know, like us on all the social media pages. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're on Facebook. And then also TonyTheMovieGuy.com. The website is now live. So you've kind of got a central hub where you can see everything.
2: And speaking of plugging things, can I plug our oh, go yeah, fund yeah. me, please? Well,
1: Please do. Okay, good. I so, like money.
2: <laughs> we like money. Um, so far, as you know, this is purely Tony, Daniela, and our, you know, push and uh, drive. And we do all of this on our own time, our own money, and so forth. And to be able to keep this alive and kind of get into advertising, finish the website, make more t-shirts, that kind of thing, we really need some energy. So we have a GoFundMe page. The simplest way to find our campaign is simply by going to gofundme.com. And you type in the search bar, Tony, the movie guy, next level, and you'll find our campaign. So go to GoFundMe.com and type in Tony, the movie guy, next level, and you'll find it.
1: Yeah. And honest to God. I wish I could say I'm using these funds for like a a vacay. There you go. I said vacay in Hawaii (laughs) or something. These funds go right into creating the podcast. We have a lot of really cool ideas. Yes. And we we wanna we wanna invest in those ideas and use the money to make this better and bring more entertainment to you, the listeners. So we really appreciate it. So that was a good plug. There we go. Okay, good. So to commemorate the fiftieth episode. Yes. What I wanted to do, I know this is kind of selfish, but it is Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. (laughs) Is it really, Tony? Is it really? It's also going to be hard to do 50 of yours and 50 of mine. We're going to do Tony the Movie Guy's top 50 films of all time. The only
2: reason I agreed to this, by the way, listeners, is I know that I love so many of them that really it's like my list too. And honestly, he's strong on me into it anyway, so I lost. Well,
1: I am a manly man, so I I think it's going to be kind of half-half. Um, But you're right. You're going to love a lot of these films. Yeah. Um, But we're just going to go through my top 50 films of all time. Now, obviously, this list is totally subjective. And I'm going to say one thing for all the listeners so people don't get pissed off. For me, I have very specific views on, on movies in terms of what makes them like my favorite films. Yeah. You know, obviously. Well, thus subjective. Like it's very to to do with you. Yeah. So obviously you've got the whole nostalgic factor growing up with a film, seeing them at a specific age. I think that's when they really resonate with you more. Oh yeah. But for me, a a true classic film is a film that has stood the test of time. So for me, rewatchability is a huge factor. Oh yeah. How much can I watch a movie over and over again and just, still thoroughly enjoy it. And that's
2: kind of the thing with movies. Like I used to rewatch things more and more and the things that come out recently, you don't rewatch them as much. Yeah, not so much. It's
1: not it's well, some yes, but you know some. Yeah. But here's the thing like when you look at all these critics lists and stuff, you know, there's a very much a status quo ...on movies and what's considered the best movies of all time. For instance, there's films like Citizen Kane... Right. ...Gone with the Wind, Casablanca, right. 2001 a, a Space Odyssey, and God forbid, The Godfather, which are always considered like in the top 5, 10 movies. They're not even in my top 50. Wow. Now, those probably are in my top 100. Actually, I, I know they are. But... Remember, I already had a top 100 and I had to yeah. cut that in half. So and listeners,
2: that, this was very painful for Tony. Very painful. Very, very so painful. So then trying to
1: put it in sequential order was really rough. A- and here's why. Look, I appreciate, um, you know, the art and aesthetics in those films that I just said. And that's yes. the Godfather I love. But they're not films that I can watch over and over and over again and always love and enjoy. They're just not. So these movies in my top 50 represent films that I just adore you know and I'm gonna have many obvious picks and then I'm gonna have some that aren't so obvious and then I'm gonna have some that you're gonna think are plain ludicrous and I don't care it's my my choice Uh, but hopefully you'll enjoy me kind of going through it and again it's the top 50 to commemorate the 50th episode how's that let's do it all right good One thing I do want to say, there's a few cheats in here and you'll see. Uh Uh, Well, they're just kind of obvious. But again, when I'm trying to do 50 movies, it's rough. Okay. Number one. Can I guess? Well, no, I'm just going to go through the list. Number one, Lord of the Rings trilogy.
2: Oh, I thought it would be the other one. That's
1: number two. Okay. Number one, Lord of the Rings trilogy. If I had to choose one, it would be Return of the King. Of course. But I very much view Peter Jackson's masterpiece as a trilogy, as one whole. And if I if I was more specific, it would be the full, uncut extended versions, all glorious twelve hours. Um I mean Return of the King is a masterpiece in itself. Yes. But you love Lord of the Rings.
2: Um this is why we're friends, Tony?
1: Lord of the Rings?
2: Well, they are my top favorite. Oh, those are your favorite too. Okay, yeah. good. So see the list so, is going to be a,
1: it's going not going to be that bad.
2: No. Um in terms of anything that's like resonated with me that I love that I could rewatch again and again and again, Lord of the Rings tops
1: them. Right. They're just they're so ambitious. They're so visually gorgeous. They're so groundbreaking with yeah. Gollum and things like that. The characters They're funny. Uh, they're funny. They're Action packed, they're heartbreaking. Intense. They're heartbreaking. You know exactly. They're just so, everything a film should be. Everything like an epic fantasy adventure should be. Yeah, uh, and they move me every time I watch the entire trilogy every year without fail. Yes. So uh, that's why I put Lord of the Rings. And again, it's a bit of a cheat. The trilogy is number one.
2: No, I totally agree with that. And I would agree with you that Return of the King is the best one. Though I absolutely adore the first
1: one too. Um, And the second one, The Two Towers, actually gets better with age for me. It really does. Yeah. Um, but that's all of them. So I love those. That's Lord of the Rings. I don't think we have to say much more about Lord Approved.
2: of the Rings. I'm okay with this.
1: Okay, good. And then, yeah, my number two movie of all time. Really, you could say it's my number one movie. Whenever someone asks me what's my favorite movie, I say this. But because those are like three movies, I just decided for now, this list to put it first. If
2: you've been listening to our podcast, you will already know what this is. Yes. Yeah,
1: Dead Poets Society. Yes. Directed by Peter Weir with Robin Williams, Robert Sean Leonard, and Ethan Hawke. Uh, it's just a masterpiece I, I love this movie it's so quotable it's heartbreaking it, it's just a phenomenal film all about you know how to think for yourself
2: what you a know, message in that diem. movie seize yeah.
1: the day boys make your lives extraordinary yeah Powerful and it's it's a,
2: it's a it's a to me it's really against the uprising of people pushing you down and trying to mold your life into a certain thing you don't want it to be. Absolutely. And just being what you want to be. And it was the the first movie for me that I saw that really, really pushed and um, forwarded that message.
1: Yeah. And here's one reason why I still revere this movie so much, because I've loved this movie since I was like 10 years old. It doesn't have any action. It doesn't have any sex. It's not, you know, it's a PG rated movie. It's just beautiful it's so powerful it's beautifully yeah. shot the music is beautiful the performances i connect with the characters and the story and the ending is so powerful it's not it doesn't even have a happy ending it's just an emotional kick in the balls yes you know it is so that's dead po- poet Society. very well said emotional yeah. kick and in if the you balls haven't seen dead poet society do yourself a favor check it out please okay good number three again a bit of a cheat the star wars trilogy of course the original star wars trilogy so again if i had to choose one it would be the empire strike of course um because that film is just i mean it's got one of the biggest twists of all time you know i am your father he just loves saying that i do and um i mean yoda and lando calrissian and hans
2: really comes into his own in that
1: movie i love you i know you know the best you know, and him getting, you know, frozen and everything. And, like, the baddies win in Empire. Uh, it's, you know, and it starts on Hoth and everything. It's That that film is amazing. But I loved them all. I loved Return of the Jedi. Yeah. A lot of people have oh, problems I love with the e- Ewoks and stuff. I don't care. I, I love, love the Ewoks. Love, well, the reason why I actually love Return of the Jedi so much is that's the first time you actually see Luke Skywalker yeah. as a badass. Yeah. He's, like, a fully grown, trained
0: Jedi, Jedi, in
1: Return of the Jedi. It's awesome. And you've watched that that journey, you know, because he's he's a bit of a sniveling wimp in the the first uh, film, A New Hope. So, yeah, Star Wars, the original trilogy, it's classic. And again, those are films I watch every year. I watch the entire trilogy every year. And I love the new ones. Like Force Awakens, I loved. I loved. Um, But the original trilogy, I just think you can't touch it. No. You can't. It, it's fantastic. Can't touch it. All right. So the next one. This is number four. The Dark Knight.
2: This is going so predictably well oh, so that I'm very proud too. of myself. Okay, no, no, but I know you really well. I lo- no, I love the movie. Right. It's definitely not in my like top ten in, oh, a- in right. any way, yeah. but I think it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's one of my all time favorite movies. First and foremost, because of Heath Ledger's Joker, that performance is. It mesmerizes me. Yeah. But again, this film I watch every single year.
2: If not more than yeah. once a year.
1: You're right, actually. I think I've seen it three times in the last year. Uh, that's about right. You know, I actually, I think that's true. And it's like almost a three hour movie. Yeah. Um, but you're hooked for three oh, hours of that movie. Completely. Even The Dark
2: Knight Rises. I was, I just rewatched that. I was hooked for three hours. It made me want to go back to watch The Dark Knight again.
1: Yeah. Because well, it's even better. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Here's one thing about... Especially the films at the top of the list, they're like perfect movies to yes. me. So the Dark Knight Rises, I find a lot of enjoyment in that I love film, it. but it's very flawed. Yes. And that's a, you know a different conversation, but I could pick it apart. Right. The, the Dark Knight, I, I really can't. Agreed. It's the the performances, everything, the the action, the spectacle, uh, just the scenes in. There's so many classic scenes in the Dark Knight, and and yes, Heath Ledger steals every scene as the Joker um but even when you take that away you still have a phenomenal film uh, an
2: amazing film yeah,
1: and then you add that and it's just like oh my god okay number five you're <laughs> gonna love this one robert zemeckis's back to the future i do love it so that's I in like, my top five for sure. i like the trilogy But notice I didn't put the whole trilogy here. Uh, Oh, I totally agree with you. The second film is very convoluted and all over the place. It's great fun. And the third one is very flawed, but still kind of enjoyable. And I like the way it wraps up the story. The first film is almost, I think it is perfect.
2: Yeah, you've mentioned it many times as like
1: the perfect movie. Yeah, And I saw it in the theater (laughs) with wonder as, I don't know, a six, seven year old kid just blown away. You know, Michael J. Fox and, you know, the whole film was incredible. I
2: didn't get to enjoy it in the theater. I think I watched it when I was about 10 for the first time. My parents let me watch it and it was just, oh, it's such an epic adventure and it's a great love story and it's funny and... It's that's perfect. a good fact.
1: It's got everything in it. It does. It's like a science fiction movie, but it's got but it has comedy, everything: romance, yeah. action, adventure, that's and the, one and thing coming that of age with the school so and everything. Yeah.
2: Like you love that aspect. It's got that kind of John Hughes esque scene, well, kind of and before
1: John Hughes. <laughs> ex-
2: that's what I mean, yeah. you know. But that that style, yet sci fi, yet yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, and Michael J. Fox back in the day, man. Oh, I mean, he yeah. was just so charismatic. I God bless that guy. I love him. It was great. Okay, good. Number six, The Shawshank Redemption. Agreed. So I didn't get to see this film in the theater. And um, it appears neither did nearly everyone else. Because I've told you this before. Now what's revered is practically one of the greatest films of all time. When it came out, it was a right? complete bomb. Yeah, You know, it got decent reviews. And actually it got some nominations at the Oscars. But it just kind of came and went. Wow. And then on home video... It became a sensation. Yeah. So I saw it on VHS, I think like a year later or so, and it just blew me away. It's incredible. You know, I mean, Tim Robbins, I'm not even a huge fan of Tim Robbins, but he's just phenomenal in this. Morgan Freeman is it's red. So good. Um, but then the warden, and, uh. Uh, the cast, the story is so beautiful. Yeah. The direction from Frank Darabont is absolutely mind blowing. The big twist. Uh I love I love Shawshank Redemption. Now that's also another film that's like three hours long. I don't know if I watch that every year, but I w- probably watch it like every other year.
2: Yeah. So I um saw that when I was very young. It Oh, you said you didn't get it. I. I it was it just couldn't. Because of the Pamela Anderson yeah. poster. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> it was Gene Harlow. He's Har- never gonna let me live
1: that down. <laughs> it was Gene Harlow, by the way. Yes,
2: I know. Um Yeah, it was too young. It right. was too heavy for me. I couldn't really and then I rewatched it, I'd say six months ago, and I was just glued to the screen, and oh, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I screened it for Danielle and my wife, and I was, again, I, I'm nervous when I screen for the first time these films <laughs> yeah. that I absolutely adore, and she loved it. Yeah. Big I love the,
2: um, what do you call it? The the voice, uh, the way he narrates
1: acting, it. Um, yeah, the narration. Yeah, the from narration from Freeman. is so. Andy it's
2: so beautiful because obviously he has the most amazing voice yeah. add that to the characters and even some of the smaller characters like their friends in the prison and yeah. different and things the, and then
1: the friend who uh, yeah. came in and he starts to what uh, school homeschool yeah. him basically what well, in the pr- prison school him and then he Gets, discovers what yeah. he discovers yeah i won't give spoilers but uh, it's
2: a beautiful movie yeah. and I'm, I'm loving your list so far we are still friends
1: Good. Okay. Shawshank Redemption, an absolute classic. Okay. Number seven, Goodfellas. My favorite mobster movie of all time. So again, I vied for this spot with Goodfellas or The Godfather. Right. And because I adore The Godfather, I don't want people to get me wrong on that. But I watch it maybe once every five or 10 years. Okay. I've seen it maybe 3 times. Have you seen The Godfather? Of course.
2: Um right. again, I can't rewatch it easily like right. yourself. Um I have also not seen Goodfellas in many years unfortunately. Yeah,
1: I see Goodfellas every year. So I, I love it. and it's Can you invite funny? me over when you next watch it, please? Yeah, what's funny is Goodfellas is about 3 hours long too, yeah. but it's just I don't know. It it's like electricity. It just goes like snap, snap, snap. Right. Whereas like the Godfather back in it those draws days, out a bit. Yeah, back in those days in the sixties, they just took their time. They like really the, did. The first hour is a wedding, you know. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, Goodfellas, Joe Pesci. Absolutely incredible. Ray Liotta and then obviously Robert De Niro. Yeah. That's the film that really cemented him for me. I absolutely love him. Martin Scorsese. I think it's his greatest film still. I can't believe it, it didn't win the Oscar for Best Picture or oh, that's Best Director. Um, it's an absolute classic. Um, okay. okay. Number eight, The Matrix. So wow. the Matrix. Oh, I love the Matrix. Oh, I love
2: it too. I'm just I'm I'm just somewhat surprised it's that high up for you
1: oh, based yeah.
2: on my knowledge of you, but I, I love it too.
1: Oh, okay. So I watched The Matrix 5 times. In the theater? Over yeah, in the theater over like a 2 or 3 day period. Oh, like, wow. It was insane. I saw it 3 times in the yeah, theater. I adored this film and one thing that made The Matrix so magical for me was somehow I missed all the marketing and me too so i had me no too. Clue i don't think they
2: marketed a lot
1: yeah i just i loved keanu you yeah. know and it just i mean the wachowski brothers now the wachowski sisters it just it it boggled my mind
2: and as we've discussed many times it was the first of its kind it Absolutely. created a whole different type of cinematography bullet motion oh, so yeah. good the the whole concept I mean, so many films came after that, ripping that film off. Yeah, let's not
1: forget the actual concept and the the script. The story is fascinating and spooky as hell. Yeah, Yeah. it
2: really is. And I remember seeing that in the theater, dreaming about it for weeks and then going back and having to see it again and again and again. And I I love it.
1: Yeah. And again, it's got romance. It's got action just on another level. The story is so interesting. Everyone was wearing those horrible sunglasses yeah. and were dressed in <laughs> I loved leather it. the I loved soundtrack it was huge everyone got into like kind of goth music yeah. and like grunge <laughs> heavy <laughs> metal yeah it, it was good. just i it was oh i had that soundtrack yeah yep. it was kind of a movie of its time but a movie that's also stood the test of time so again see i don't say the trilogy because the other two films are not yeah. classics and actually to me they've improved over the years but the matrix stands alone as uh, just a science fiction masterpiece to me. I absolutely love that movie. And again, rewatchability. I, I watch oh, yeah. it every year. I saw it a few months ago. Okay, good. Number nine Saving Private Ryan. Of course. So, this is my favorite war movie of all time. So, again, the thin red line was very tough not to put up here. Okay. Uh, Also along with Platoon and Full Metal Jacket. Those ones along with this are like my favorite war movies of all time. But Saving Private Ryan from Steven Spielberg, Matt Damon, Tom Hanks, that film is just gut-wrenching. It's so beautiful. The cast is incredible. And again, talk about supporting cast. I mean, you Vin Diesel, (laughs) Giovanni Ribisi, Barry Pepper, incredible. Did you ever finish it? So
2: no. Uh, well, I I have That's my fault though. <laughs> that was your fault you were supposed to wait for me he 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 put it on for me a couple of months ago but this I will say it was only the first 45 minutes at least hour
1: well the first 20 minutes is the uh, yeah but we the got, further than, the Omaha Beach we got further than that we got further than that
2: and yeah. I was glo- here's something Tony knows about me that I do not really enjoy war films right but he was like, You have to watch Saving Private Ryan. So I sat down with him and I'm glued to the screen and I just look at him and I'm like, I don't know why, but this gruesomeness is incredible. Like, it's, well, it, done, it's done so, so well. Artistically. Yeah. And um, I'm definitely going to finish it. I'm waiting for you to do that for me here.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll screen it. Don't worry. I'm sure I'll get around to it again soon. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I adore Saving Private Ryan. It's, Brilliant movie. It's an absolute masterpiece. Um, okay, good. Number 10, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Uh, so that's my favorite film of Tarantino. Again, Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite. Reservoir Dogs, which is the first one I really fell in love with. But Pulp Fiction, it, it's just such an original and unique film that will always stand on its own right. Right. You know, when it came out, it, everyone was just like, what, what the, the heck fuck is this? Fuck is this? I you still
2: know? honestly feel a bit that way about it when I watch it now. It's a bit... For me, don't get me wrong, it's an incredible film, right. but it's a bit trippy for me. Like it Absolutely. I, is. I and I and I like some trippy films, but I tried to get I got halfway through it the last time and I was like, I don't know. I don't feel like finishing it.
1: Well, number 1, Tarantino really pushes the envelope in this. He I does. mean, there's like butt-raking <laughs> yeah, scenes and overdosing and like stabbing, you know, Uma yeah. Thurman in the heart with a huge long hypodermic needle to resuscitate her after the, the overdose all kinds of crazy but that stuff.
2: dance scene with her and john travolta right. is so
1: cool right it was also one of the first films that had that non-linear yeah. structure um, what do you mean by that so the film isn't in sequence. Oh, right, 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 right. John yeah. Travolta's character, spoilers, gets blown away by Bruce Willis halfway through the movie. And right. then the last scene is John Travolta and Sam Jackson um, getting his wallet back right. and the briefcase back from Tim Roth and then leaving the cafe. You know, it's all out of sequence. Right. You know, um, and you can actually piece it together and put it in order. Right. You know, It's probably um, part
2: of the problem I have. Sometimes I, I don't get those films that well, yeah. to be honest with you.
1: So here's an interesting story. Um, John Travolta was in England for a little bit and uh, I had um, a really cool opportunity to kind of wait on him. Okay. Um, he was staying in the place where I was working and I got to actually kind of uh, assist him on some things, bring him nice. lunches Nice, like sort of assistant yeah, type and stuff. and he was filming this little known movie Uh, called Pulp Fiction with this new up-and-coming director, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Wow. But this was before he broke out. Now, obviously, John Travolta is still John Travolta. But, you know, he didn't have that A-list thing. Right. And then Pulp Fiction came out like six months later and he blew oh my, up. Well, yeah. that was the ultimate comeback yeah. for John Travolta. I mean, he was so good in that. And you're right, the dance sequence with Uma Thurman has become totally iconic. And he he just oozed coolness. He did, because he was he, such
2: a I don't give a fuck character. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's actually. a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> was, he He plays man. a
1: good bad yeah. guy. He really does. Broken Arrow, yeah. face off. Yeah. Anyway, after that, he just had a string of hits. You That's know? cool. He was a list for like a decade. I mean, again, he's still John Travolta. He's a the man's an icon awesome. um but yeah Pulp Fiction was incredible I absolutely loved it and again the cast there were so many incredible cast members in that film okay good number 11 The Silence of the Lambs I love that you put yeah that so up and there. you I finally screened that for you not long ago last year sometime top five yeah for you yeah yeah so I, I mean, mean
2: you know I'm a horror thriller buff so my top five are very horror thriller right. you know yeah that, so oh, I, mean, I loved it so Anthony much. Anthony
1: Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter, who's in the movie for 13 minutes, won an Oscar. Jodie Foster as Clarice Sterling, absolutely so incredible, won an Oscar. Um, Jonathan Demme, um, who died actually unfortunately last year, rest in peace, directed the film. Right. Uh, the whole movie is a masterpiece. It, yeah. yeah. In in horror intention and something I've told you about which I always like to give credit is Buffalo Bill man. So good. all the accolades went to you know Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter, but Ted Levine as Buffalo Bill, you know Was she a great big fat person? (laughs) Gotta have said that. Uh, He was so creepy good in that. It
2: is the perfect serial killer movie. Oh my god. It is I absolutely adore serial killer movies. I I watch all the serial killer shows. I I adore that entire genre yeah. and when you showed that to me i was like is it a, a crime i haven't seen
1: it and it stands the test of time yeah. so well it's so creepy it's so spooky it's edge of your seat so dark and it shows you both viewpoints yeah. you see it from you know the the cops trying to track the, the serial killer down and then the serial killer's viewpoint yeah. as well anyway absolute masterpiece and they've also done a bunch of other movies, Red Dragon, Hannibal. Well, and I told you, I really have, liked Red Dragon. Yeah, to Red me, Dragon. none of them have even come close. They don't Red Dragon is actually one of the best ones. It's not ones. bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Number 12, The Graduate. So this right. is one of those oldies. Uh, this film came out in the 60s with Dustin Hoffman. That is still one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, again, my my dad showed it to me when I was really young. I saw Dustin Hoffman, you know, just this kind of normal kind of goofy guy, be, you know, become this huge star. Uh, and he played such a complex character in Benjamin Braddock uh, and then Anne Bancroft uh, as Mrs. Robinson. Uh, obviously, the whole iconic soundtrack, the the, the music. Um, oh, still I still haven't seen it. You haven't seen The Graduate? No. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll remedy that soon. Okay. Look, I don't know if you'll love that movie. It's like 50 years old, but it's such a Doesn't beautiful movie. Doesn't mean I won't love it. Yeah. The end, well, I'm not trying to assume. I'm just saying, it, you know, it's a very old type sure. of film. Sure. Um, it's such a smart, complex film. The performances are so nuanced and obviously the ending's very iconic. Right. Yeah. I know uh, it makes me really sad. A lot of people know Graduate through Wayne's World 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Because That's true. They spoof the ending yeah. of The Graduate quite thoroughly for yes. like five minutes in Wayne's World 2. Yeah. And there's so many people I know who've never seen the movie but know it through that. That's funny. I just cringe. Um, anyway, it's brilliant. We'll, we'll absolutely screen it for you. Number 13, Goodwill Hunting.
2: Amazing film.
1: So I saw it in the theater. Uh, this film was magical to me. It, it just blew me away the script the dialogue was incredible which matt damon and ben affleck won an oscar for and that
2: was what was so cool about that movie yeah. too
1: i mean it's so smart so crackling uh, but robin williams won his oscar incredible uh, i love Minnie driver in this i love right. stellan stars in this it, like the supporting cast is incredible you love goodwill hunting i like right? it a lot yeah yeah okay i love yeah i don't Good love Will it hunting.
2: the way you love goodwill hunting but i see it and i like it a lot
1: yeah so this is a, again i think i watch it every year yeah i know you're i guess people are going to wonder like well how do i fit in the new movies <laughs> well i kind of do and i kind of don't yeah, i kinda, also watch yeah. one movie every day yeah. almost yeah sometimes more actually um anyway that's good will hunting gus van santi directed it uh, and also uh, elliot smith did the beautiful score and uh you know some that was great amazing songs for the movie. amazing it's such a lovely film okay 14 honestly this probably should have been a bit higher on the list but it's neither here nor there now, Blade Runner. So oh I'm, yeah, I know love you love that movie. And I know you don't. It's fine. Yeah. Um, although one day you need to sit with me and watch it. <laughs> I do. I bet you'll enjoy it more just seeing how much I like geek out over it.
2: Yeah. and Especially because uh, you liked 2049. I loved 2049. That's what's so bizarre to me. You know, I don't know. Maybe I just need to get through the first 45 minutes because I seem to depart from that film after 30 minutes every time.
1: And what's weird is Blade Runner is like just under two hours and Blade Runner 2049 is like almost a three-hour movie. Yeah, So the only difference is the atmosphere and everything is very similar. I know it's got Ryan Gosling. Well, yeah. Um, But the only big difference is it's like almost an hour longer.
2: Yeah, well, also, obviously, the the, the graphics and everything are far superior. Okay, kind of. In my opinion. You need to watch
1: it again because I, I think the way it shows the atmosphere and the future and maybe it's your
2: screen i need to watch it on your screen and not my little tv sexy hey that's a good tv it's a yeah he's insulted he gave me that tv that's right um it's a great tv but compared to your freaking 75 inch
1: yeah curve we're talking about the tv Come steal it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, don't Just steal kidding. the TV. Okay. Anyway, Blade Runner is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford as Rick Deckard, Rutger Hauer as Roy yeah. Batty. The whole no, Tears it's iconic, in the Rain yeah. speech, which I, I re- recite all the time. Uh, yeah. The film is beautiful, and it's a slow burner. It really is. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, don't worry. One day we'll, we'll watch it again together. He's and, determined to make more of oh, no, it. No, no, because it's subjective. So it's okay. Okay, number 15. So this one I know is not going to be a a, a big win for you. Uh, Schindler's List, Steven Spielberg.
2: Yeah, so I couldn't, uh, Tony, uh, most listeners know I couldn't get through this film. It's a very hard subject for me. I, I am German. Right. And it's uh it's just a tough one for me to watch. But I, I've heard from everyone how amazing it is. And one day, in a really good mood, I'm going to sit down and watch it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it. This is not a feel-good movie. No. Whatsoever. How could it be? It's a three-hour film, painstakingly describing and depicting the Holocaust, Yeah, you know, um, during World War II. Which to but, me
2: is one of the most disgusting things ever happened on this planet, so I, I really had a hard time yeah, watching it.
1: It's an atrocity, and that's exactly what Steven Spielberg is trying to communicate yeah. from all kinds of different viewpoints and angles. Um, obviously, Fiennes, who is just... Who the, I love. Who is the most disgustingly horrible nazi especially because the way he plays the role he truly believes he's doing the right thing right which he is that's more dangerous it. than oh, anything absolutely. like
2: someone who's so psychotic and they think they're doing right yeah
1: it, it's Ugh. just horrible no i walked um, in on a couple of scenes i just couldn't couldn't do it it's such a powerful movie uh, ben kingsley is heartbreaking and of course liam neeson doesn't get enough credit for playing oscar schindler of course he is phenomenal and the breakdown at the end of the movie when he breaks down because he he realizes he didn't do enough he could have saved more and he's like you know this tooth this ring i could have that's 10 more i could have saved 10 more Uh, and what's incredible is you know no spoilers the way this film ends which is so Beautiful is it shows all the generations that he saved, right? By the you know a thousand or twelve hundred or whatever, however many it was people he saved. He said saved like thirty thousand people. It's amazing. And it has all the people that play them, and then the people that are still alive, or some of the actual characters that were still alive at the time. You know, putting roses on his grave. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, no,
2: it, I, I have no doubts. It's an incredible film, yeah. especially it's Spielberg's. So.
1: Yeah, beautiful movie. Um, Spielberg. Well-deserved, won the uh, Oscar for Best Director. But yes, it's not like a Saturday night <laughs> film with popcorn at all. No. <laughs> um, but anyone who needs to know, like if I was like a teacher in a school and I wanted to educate people, I would absolutely oh, play I, that I film. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 16 is kind of a cheat. It's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, but then I kind of have to mention Terminator. Cause I love the Terminator. Yes, and you actually, do. Actually, the more I watch the Terminator, I love it. Although T two yeah. has always been I my favorite T2. one. I love T two. Yeah, because they made Arnie the good guy. Yeah, you know, and, and it's Ed so Furlong much more in, and their yeah.
2: relationship. It's Sarah so Connor, good. Uh, you know, I, I love T two as well. Was so badass. David loves that movie. Yeah, it's
1: so much more fun. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Robert Patrick as the T one thousand. So good. Yeah. So spooky, and the effects hold
2: up they really still do today. Yeah, they really do
1: yeah so i love terminator 2 agreed that one i can watch every year i think i watch oh, it yeah. almost every we year. watch
2: it whenever it's on tv
1: right but you can't deny that a it wouldn't exist without terminator yeah. and terminator is brilliant in its own right it's just it's a much more compact smaller film right. and it's much more grittier <laughs> right much more grittier
2: yeah, I think the second one went a little wider for its audience oh, in yeah. terms of...
1: It's a big summer yeah. movie, yeah. but it's also pretty violent and pretty brutal too. But I mean, yeah, for sure. you're right. The relationship yeah. with, um, Ed with know, the Terminator and, and Ed yeah. Furlong as a, a, little, a young John Connor, is, yeah. is really, it's just so cute.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Number 17, another oldie singing in the rain. So, again, when we look at, like, I know you haven't I seen that. It. Okay It's your good. fault. We ha- you need to make the list of these ones and we go through these. Okay. So, look, again, like Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, the, you know, these classic old films. Don't get me wrong. I can appreciate them. But I can't necessarily go back and re-watch them, enjoy but them. But
2: Singing and... in the Rain, you can, huh? Oh,
1: I watched it on the plane to England wow. when I went on vacay last month. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely adored it. Now, I don't watch this film as much now. But when I grew up, I watched this film all the time. Cool. I saw this film probably fifty times from the age of five to like twelve. Wow. You know, um, again, I just saw but you it a don't month even ago. like
2: musicals.
1: I don't, but I love singing wow. in the rain. Yeah. It's Gene Kelly. He's so charming. It's um, what's her name? It's uh, Carrie Fisher's mother. I
2: just think of like the Alps when I think of singing in the rain.
1: That, no, you're thinking of gum. No, singing
2: uh, in the rain. The picture is her on a field in the front. Like.
1: No, you're thinking of Julie oh, Andrews. Um, what's that one? The Sound of Music. Oh,
2: that's <laughs> why. Yeah. That's why I keep not watching Singing in the Rain. Yeah,
1: totally different movie. Oh, good to know. Yeah, so Singing in the Rain came out before that. It's Gene Kelly and Deborah... Debbie Harry I think that's the name I might have the name wrong it's um, Carrie Fisher's mother got it yeah yeah and um, it's just fantastic it's funny and it's transitions from um, Uh, silent movies into talkies Uh, talkies? yeah like that's what they were called the talkies that's that's true they were yeah yeah, to the films. It, it's a phenomenal Okay, movie. good. Let's I, let's have me watch that. I absolutely adore Singing in the Rain. And also <laughs> just the production design and the values, the, the, the songs. Obviously, Singing in the Rain, but make them laugh, make them laugh. Or, you know, um, good morning, good morning. We've been up the whole night through. Anyway, you don't know these songs, but I love it. Now
2: that I know it's not Sound of Music, <laughs> why don't we music? watch it? That's Julie Andrews.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mary <laughs> Poppins. Which almost made this list as well. I love Mary Poppins. Uh, I adore it. Absolutely. Okay. 18. This is uh, another cheat. It's one of the last cheats. Why do you keep calling them cheats? Because it's not one movie. Oh, okay. So it's the Indiana Jones trilogy.
2: Yeah, that would be way higher
1: for me. So Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, it's probably the one I would choose, although I have such a soft spot for Temple of Doom. I know, me I too. adore that movie. But Raiders of
2: the Lost Ark is, again, similarly to me, somewhat of a perfect movie in terms of the adventure and the relationship with Dad.
1: And I remember, no, 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 you're thinking of The Last Crusade. Oh. That's the one with Sean Connery, and that's your favorite. Oh, Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark is it's your the favorite? the first one, yeah. Oh. I saw it when I was, I don't know, six and uh, again wow. everything you just said is how I felt it was just adventure so I love
2: the last yeah. one you the like,
1: best well not the last one it was you the most like the last one in the trilogy Okay, the so to trilogy. me
2: it's we're the last all one we're
1: ignoring you know <laughs> I love the lost crystal yeah, skull yeah sorry that doesn't exist for me it
2: doesn't exist for me
1: although there's some parts of that film that are enjoyable but yeah as a whole <coughs> let's not talk about it okay yeah so raiders of the lost dark the first one wow with, that's know, with, not my favorite the boulder, at all the whole opening scene the and spiders then, you know uh, everything i was snakes Blech, no he's scared of snakes
2: the snakes one is at the beginning of no, the last e- movie that
1: explains why he's afraid of snakes
2: yeah, that's not in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Of course it is, because no. he hates snakes. He In Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. he goes in and there's spiders on the guy's back. They go into this...
1: Are you talking about the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Those those big yeah. beetles. Yeah. But what I'm just saying is, snakes feature in all the other films because he hates snakes.
2: Okay. And then
1: in the Last Crusade, it has that whole intro with River Phoenix playing yes. him as a kid. Exactly. And it explains why he hates snakes because he it, got falls it. into the oh into the yeah 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 covered in snakes. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah shows okay. how he gets the scar. I'm tracking him. Well. Tracking. Shows how he gets the hat and the whip. Yeah yeah. I love the Last Crusade too. It's my favorite. Um, uh, we've we've talked about this i saw that one way later
2: well so, of course it came out way later yeah
1: but i mean i saw it way later than that yeah like it's a film i've come to appreciate more in like the last decade or so oh i love it um, so much raiders of the lost ark i must have been like five or six years old when i watched it and i remember that was a scary movie it, it, to watch that, at that one's age very well. creepy yeah so anyway okay indiana jones got it Harrison Ford. That C
2: would have been probably that trilogy and You're Gonna Kill Me would go above Star Wars for me because I love Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, so I can... And I love them. I watched them all just last year, but I watch Star Wars every single year. Right. Every single year. Um, Okay, good. Next one. Uh, Number 19, The Truman Show.
2: Wow. Yeah, I... uh, I, I do love this I film. I adore the Truman Is Show. It, so it's your favorite Jim Carrey oh, movie, Oh, easily.
1: Of hands down. And yeah. I would
2: say it's mine too. Yeah. 100%. So,
1: okay. So the Truman Show was a film just as a whole that was so unexpected. So different. It was so, so, different, different, yeah. so unique yeah. and actually quite jarring. Oh, yeah. You know, quite unsettling. Because you
2: didn't have any of those shows then, like, you know, the ones that... Um, The reality TV shows about like filming someone's life and all that stuff. It was the it was brand new.
1: Yeah, but more so than that, his whole life is a lie. It was fake. I mean, he was a baby brought into this world, and like Ed Harris, like lives on this like moon. He's like a godfather. It's the studio overlooking
2: the 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 set.
1: Yeah, and Jim Carrey was phenomenal in it. Oh, so good. good. His again, his performance was so nuanced. So much comedy with real. Drama and emotion. And again, the director, it's the director who did uh, Dead Poets Society, Peter Weir, who I I absolutely adore this guy. He's done some phenomenal movies. And again, every time I watch Truman Show, it blows me away. I just watched it two months
2: ago. Amazing. And so
1: iconic, you know. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon. And And in case I don't
2: see you, good good
1: night. night, you know. Fantastic. So good. Okay, 20. Top Gun
2: i went to the danger so much singing in this episode top
1: gun is amazing it's an incredible film. okay so i'm gonna say this here's the caveat top gun is pure 80s cheese sure. i'm acutely aware of that i i understand but number one uh it was my mother's favorite movie for years it's my sister's yeah like her absolute favorite movie so i really loved watching it with her, because her eyes would just light up, That's cute. you know, and she would like oogle over Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, you know. Ah, oh,
2: he was all
1: greasy and sweaty playing volleyball, which mm-hmm. now everyone thinks is kind of homoerotic and stuff. But th- the soundtrack, the storyline, just how cool and smooth Maverick was. Goose and Maverick, you know, yeah. And- Goose, and then the death scene—spoilers—was mm, so, so heartbreaking. I sobbed like a little baby. Oh,
2: everyone sobbed like every a baby every single time. Yeah. And
1: again, it's got action, comedy, drama, Love. real romance. Yeah. I mean, the romance is, is beautiful. Yeah. You know, take, take my, my breath, breath away. away. Bum, 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 bum. You know, and that ridiculous sex scene in the yeah. silhouette, where yeah. they're like licking each yeah. other, and I'm like, eh. Remember, as a kid, they am like, eh. What are they doing, mom? <laughs> I don't know why I said it in an American accent. I was like, Mom, what are they doing? (laughs) Uh, Top Gun. Yeah, it's it's amazing. so enjoyable. I've watched it a hundred times. Yeah, for sure. It's up there with Back to the Future where I think I've watched it literally a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, Love it to death. And it made Tom Cruise like a star. Like no doubt. Okay, good. 21 point break. I love Point Break. You love Point Break. Love Point Break. Again. So good. I realize Keanu Reeves is not the best actor. You know, Johnny Utah. I, I am people, a member you know, of the FBI. I don't
2: know. People say that, but I always enjoy him in every film he's in. It sure. doesn't... It's. I don't think he's a bad actor. He plays I him, don't. He
1: plays Keanu Reeves, though. He eh, plays kind of... I'm Keanu I Reeves. I guess. Look, I love Keanu Reeves. But as I said, The Devil's Advocate is the only film where I was like... Holy shit. So different, yeah. Like especially when Charlize Theron, spoilers, like kills herself. Yeah, and he, he breaks down, and oh my god, like I was like, wow, he really is acting in yeah. this movie. Um, but I you're love right. that he movie. has charisma and he's really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So in Point Break, I love him. I love Gary Busey as his partner. Patrick Swayze as oh, Bodie is just oozes coolness and then the, it's Catherine Bigelow directed it a female yep. director and the action and the skydiving sequences yeah. the surfing uh some of the chases and stuff it, I mean it's so badass it's a wicked move okay good also that came out in the time when skydiving was brand right, new right. so it was so fresh and exciting okay good 22 Greece John Travolta Excellent. Olivia Newton John. I, I grew up on this I've song. seen it like a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, I grew up on this A hundred times. Love it, You're the one that I want. I want.
2: You were the one I want.
0: Ooh, go ooh, ooh, honey.
1: In, do, 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 so do, do. good. In, go it's gl- such
2: a see. fun, no matter what, it's such a fun feel good movie
1: all the way through. Absolutely. High
2: school you know uh, it
1: ages so well so well it, it stands up so well that the, the song ladies still incredible. and the greasers or whatever yeah, they're called yeah and stockard channing as rizzo is still she's so iconic oh, she's amazing and then sandy and danny zuko i, I love that movie today. so death. good um I, I don't care what anyone thinks i think it's fantastic and we just polled um on, on the social oh, yeah. media pages yeah. we did a movie poll for john travolta of his best film and Greece won that's amazing you know, I didn't realize votes. it won that's awesome yeah, hundreds of votes um so yeah I, I love Greece you know it's the best fantastic. And, and I watch that film probably every few years but again oh, as yeah. you said it's so feel good it's so, so fun. feel good all right 23 the Goonies
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, so we
1: just went out and saw this on the big screen out in a park. It was yeah, so Yeah, outdoor much theater. Fun. We
2: love doing that every Eats-y every summer. Here, here yeah. in, the, where was that? It was the, Glendale. Glendale, yeah. yeah,
1: California. It's really fun. The Goonies is just fantastic. The
2: Goonies is perfect.
1: It, it's so fun. That is a film that speaks to you as a kid. You know, so if you're an adult. It makes you feel like a kid again, Yeah. and if you're a child, it's you want to go like, have adventures. Yeah! yeah, let's go dig up the backyard. Let's yeah. go run off into the graveyard. Yeah. It, it's such a great film,
2: and I had no idea it was Josh Brolin. Oh, Josh Brolin until is the like older a day brother. before that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, he's great in it. A uh, young Sean Austin so as good. Mickey, uh, Corey Feldman. Uh, it's just it's fantastic. Amazing. Robert Davi as one of the bad guys. Uh, I. I I adore the Goonies. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that setting, being outside, being with all my friends and all these other people. I loved it so much it was so this great. time. And I again, I watch this movie like almost every year. But, Me too. You know, chunk, you know, do the shuffle, sh- shuffle, you know, <laughs> hey, you
0: guys. So- <laughs>
1: I I love it The Goonies is so fun and I watched it in the theater and I remember I saw it in the theater with a bunch of friends and we we got in trouble because it was like a PG rating and it was kind of scary and it does have some scary parts it does and we saw it on our own you know we loved it we thought we were total badasses so good I was like six (laughs) okay that's Goonies 24 The Princess Bride So I know this is one of your all-time favorite movies. That film is like on par with the Goonies film. It is. Actually. They're both so magical. So magical. I I wish I had seen Princess Bride in the theater. Which I did. I I didn't. And as I told you, remember, that's the one where my dad's like, I've got a treat for you. Yeah. And he put it on. He's like, you're going to love this movie. And I loved it. It, The story, it was so magical.
2: It's a fairy tale romance. It's the, you know, the princess and not her prince actually with a, a bad prince Wesley. and the, the pirate but uh, in essence not bad boy comes you know comes back to save her yeah. and uh, as you wish became the most iconic you know love love de- declaration in that
1: in that film your sister did you see what she responded on one of our polls which we were doing movie quotes and she's like um i do not think him means what him means and i was like <laughs> Julia, um, you mean? <laughs> I, do you mean
2: I? Do not think I, I don't is... think it
1: means what you think it means. Because um, that's what Enigo Montoya says. No, doesn't to the he Spaniard, say I,
2: I don't think it means what you think him is. It says,
1: I do not know. Oh my God! You're the same no, as Julia. I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna totally did. make you wrong. I already her. did. Yeah. I already did. I don't believe sister. you. Okay, so let me explain it to you. So she said, "I do not think him means what him means." Now, it's Julia? Do you mean, mean from Princess Bride? Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> so he's talking about the guy saying inconceivable and Inigo Montoya yes. says to him I do not think it means what you think it means and I went and I took it and I Seriously? sent it to your sister and she said I thought it meant that ever since I was a kid oh my god that's both so of you us you both did yeah.
2: yeah no we thought I do not think him is what you think him is that's right that's, that's what she amazing. said I was, like, I was like what
1: are you talking about and then I realized wow oh, you're talking about princess bride I do not think it means what you think it means the word yeah. inconceivable. That's right. That's
2: amazing. Wow.
1: <laughs> anyway, you learn Princess something Bride, new every day. You do. But Princess Bright is amazing. I mean, it's it is. The best. And it's so quotable. Billy um, Crystal. Oh, Billy Crystal. So Leon. good. Have fun storming the castle.
2: <laughs> It'll take a miracle. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. No more rhyming, and I mean it.
2: Anybody want, want, want to be in it? Yeah, so Andre good. the
1: Giant. I mean, the whole film's so good. And you're right. It's that mashup of action, adventure, fantasy, romance yeah comedy it's got it all yeah so i love it okay, i good. love
2: the soundtrack too that whole that whole who does that song uh, oh, i it, don't know it quotes throughout the whole thing and then that the end credits it does a beautiful doom 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 i know doom, what you doom, mean Doon. yeah it's gorgeous
1: so good okay good 25 magnolia okay so this is paul thomas anderson um it's such a weird, strange film. This is like a three-hour-long movie. I think I screened it for you, and you liked it. But you I liked didn't know it. What it's Definitely not my
2: it. top fifty. Yeah,
1: I I adore. I mean, this
2: beautiful movie. acting performances. Yeah. But
1: Julian Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, John C. Riley, and then Tom Cruise just
2: yeah. blows
1: it out of the park. No, he's in this amazing. Film. Anyone who's like, oh, he can't act. Watch. Oh, forget it. Him in Magnolia as Frank T.J. Mackey. Uh, he is riveting yeah um the film it, yeah it's such a complex film oh william h macy is just heartbreaking in it. it's an ensemble piece so everyone is fantastic um i adore it i think i've spoken about magnolia quite a bit and yes I, I really wish more people would go watch this film it is a film you sit down and appreciate for art and really pay attention to it is trippy definitely <laughs> but i i couldn't recommend it more okay good we're at the halfway point rushmore so i I had a hard time with wes anderson movies i was like oh which one the i've always said the life aquatic with steve zissou the bill murray one was my favorite it's so quirky but when i really look at it what's the one i go back to all the time it's rushmore with jason schwartzman and uh, bill murray i adore this film it's so charming it's so offbeat you've seen rushmore right no
2: no, I have.
1: You don't remember. It. I
2: don't remember anything. Oh, I but love I know love I've it. seen it. I love it. That's why I'm like secretly noting it down, like the films that I want to rewatch <laughs> so badly.
1: Okay, twenty seven. Fight Club. David I Fincher's love Fight, Club. Fight Club. So Ed Norton, incredible. Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden, so iconic. But also the direction of that film. Oh, oh and then Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah she's and it was so so good. different oh, yeah. uh,
2: than anything i had ever seen I, oh, yeah. I, I mean i was
1: so confused and i loved how confused i was in the theater we were like what the some heck last, just happened oh we were literally like what the fuck are we watching and again i've told you yeah there's subliminal images yeah you know, tyler Durden just shows up subliminally throughout the movie and then right. there's like a huge close-up penis just for whatever reason <laughs> like they're just so fucking with you and i told you danny and i bought the blu-ray we put it on and then it has the feature open screen for uh never being kissed with drew barrymore and we were like what did That's we buy so the wrong dvd and then it like goes out and <laughs> it's actually fight club it just messes Whoa. with you it was so trippy what a great film amazing fantastic movie. film yeah okay 28 true romance Yes, you love I that movie. It's a good Truanets. movie. Now, I I have to admit, I haven't seen it as much recently as I used to. Also because it's a rough film. And I will also admit, I think it's a film that's finally starting to age a bit. You I screened it for that, me
2: a year ago. because You didn't think so at all? No. So,
1: well, here's the well, thing. It was your first time. I
2: had told you um, I started it and didn't like it. And you were like, what? <laughs> And you showed it to me and then I loved it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just loved
1: it. Yeah, I adore it. So Tarantino wrote it. Tony Scott directed it. Yeah. Um, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette. Uh, and then the cast is ridiculous. Amazing. Uh, Gary Oldman, you know, what is it? Does this look like his white boy day? He's like, <laughs> Drexel. He's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Brad Pitt's in it. Val Kilmer's in it. it. The cast is insane. Yeah, it was great. Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken, that scene about yeah. where Sicilians were spawned from that I always talk about. Amazing. Is just crazy. James Gandolfini is incredible in it. It has such a who's who of actors. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's an extremely violent film but it is a romance yeah you know done like tarantino style
2: It's a beautiful romance yeah
1: i absolutely love that
2: and it ends well so
1: yeah well actually in the script
2: it did not originally (laughs) yeah
1: not originally you know it's got that great line you're so cool you're so cool yeah it's such a great film (laughs) i love it okay 29 almost famous I love Cameron Crowe yeah so this is the film that put Kate Hudson on the map yeah as a uh, Penny Lane yeah uh, Patrick Fugit was the kid uh Jason Lee one of his yeah. first films Philip Seymour Hoffman again uh, I, I love this movie so much um it's such a great homage to like the 70s yeah. and rock and roll but it's also kind of like a coming of age movie it is and the soundtrack is killer it's so cool um you've, you've seen almost oh so much, yeah right? many times yeah
2: i haven't yeah. in a good four years five years yeah, but i, I, I love it yeah like,
1: i am a golden god <laughs> you know? so good yes yeah, so good i love yeah and all
2: the the stages that kid goes through he's really you know trying to find his way and oh, everything skin. good
1: and then billy crut up man everyone thought was he that? was going to be like the next big thing that was a m- he's the guitarist yeah, 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 yeah. In, in almost famous and i don't know he just he had it such a weird didn't... career since then he was fantastic and almost famous. Okay, let's see. Thirty Donnie Darko. Right. So this is such a unique trippy film, and I so was really trippy. happy that you loved it. I really liked it. Uh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, fantastic. Some of the the cinematography is just so unique. The music. Um, I love this film. It's got like Drew Barrymore and Patrick Swayze yeah. and Maggie Gyllenhaal in it. Uh, such a. I mean, it's a cult classic. It's super
2: weird, yeah. and it's very hard to understand if you don't you know can't follow which fortunately you helped me do but by the end I was like I love films with a good twist anyway I I I like films that make you think and I I really liked it some people hate this movie oh
1: absolutely we've (laughs) talked about it this is very split very love or hate yeah yeah. and I liked it a lot it's very split in the middle and drive didn't even make my top 50 it's definitely in my top 100 was so hard making this list, I Swiss have to man. watch that again. I know. All right, 31, Leon the Professional.
2: That's an amazing I movie. just
1: saw this again <sighs> a few weeks ago.
2: Damn and it, Tony!
1: Number one, I couldn't believe how good Gary Oldman is as He's Norman so Stansfield, good. the absolute psychotic guy. He's like... Uh, and Natalie Portman's the kid, right? And Natalie yeah. Portman is incredible yeah i mean she's like an 11 year old girl in it and then jean reno i think yeah. is the french actor who plays leon uh and this is a Luc besson film before like the fifth element and oh, stuff. Right. this was like his his first big break you know and gary Oldman's like you know go get the cops he's like who do you want you want everyone he's like
2: everyone
1: <laughs> oh so good
2: it's a great movie
1: oh. it's
2: it's heartbreaking and amazing
1: it really is it's it pulls no punches yeah. i absolutely love it um okay 32 Labyrinth, um, labyrinth. Okay, so this is Jim Henson's labyrinth. So
2: Tony stood me up about a month ago when I went to see a screening of it um, at the theater. Yeah, remember? Oh, so him and Danny yeah. were gonna join me. We were we all went prepped. And saw
1: Avengers: Infinity <laughs> War for a second time, <laughs> and he wouldn't
2: tell me until later. That was so funny. Oh, it was because so we were still in shock, man. Good. It was so. I would have loved to have seen again, that again, like because I hadn't seen it ever on a big screen ever oh that's crazy and i love that film it's one of my you know willow princess bride and labyrinth are probably in my top 10 still
1: so i have it on 4k yes i do have a beautiful big tv and we (laughs) had just seen it i think like the day before
2: ah
1: here's what's weird about labyrinth i always loved labyrinth as i told you as a kid i remember having a big party with all my friends and you know screening labyrinth for them as like a seven-year-old kid so i felt so hip Somehow, I've had like a resurgence for this me movie too. in the last decade. I've seen Labyrinth like five <laughs> times in the last year.
2: That's amazing.
1: I, I uh, It's so magical to me.
2: So my husband saw me watching it at home and he's like, what is this? And then when I told him I was Fucking going to see David it in, Bowie, the, in the theater, David Bowie, and he was like, uh, you're going to go see that in the theater? I'm like, don't you even dare. Yeah.
1: It, don't it, you dare. It's incredible. Hoggle, Sir Didymus, Ludo, Ludo, sir. <laughs> it's so good. Ludo. Yeah, she chose down. She, she chose, chose down. down. And it's so
2: Nothing, good. nothing.
1: Twa la 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 just love me, Sarah, and I shall be your slave. Yes, yeah, Jareth, the Goblin King, the I mean, Bulge. Yeah, David Bowie was incredible in that movie. The, the music, the soundtrack amazing. You know, dance, magic dance. Uh, I love it and so it's, much.
2: And it's a super quirky fairy tale if you think makes about me it. It feels
1: so good every is, time I watch it. It's awesome. It. Yeah. I remember me and Sarah Beth and Daniela, my wife, were watching it, and we were all just like geeking out, yeah. singing along to it. We were all completely transfixed. And I was like, yeah. wow, this movie is just, it just gets more and more magical. It holds, to me. it completely oh
2: holds the magic. Yeah,
1: yeah. It stands the test of time. And I wish Jim Henson was alive to see how beloved this movie is. I'm now. sure he knows. Yeah. Okay, that's Labyrinth. Let's see what else I've got. All right, 33. The Breakfast Club. Oh, I love The Breakfast Club. So this is my favorite John Hughes movie. So again, this was tough because Weird Science, I adore. Yeah. You know, Pretty in Pink, I adore. Um, the Breakfast Club, as we've discussed, is a film that shouldn't work.
2: It's actually the deepest one. Oh,
1: without a doubt. The in, script is yeah. just incredible.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, they're just sitting in Again, one library. I only
2: saw because you gave me a lot of shit for not having seen it. And I loved it.
1: Well, what's interesting, I think I've mentioned this before. I... Got into John Hughes later, actually. Yes, yes. You know? Me too. So Me too. I, get Me too. I watched 80s. all of
2: them later. Yeah, like except I... Weird Science, which yeah. I saw.
1: Um, so I got into The Breakfast Club in the last decade, and now I watch it like every year. Mm. I I adore it. I think the dialogue is so That's good. Amazing. Uh, it, it's just the cast. You know, Emilio Estevez and um, Judd Nelson and Molly Ringwald, uh, Ali Sheedy. I think it, it's just fantastic. Mm. Anthony Michael Hall. I love it. It's
2: amazing book. because it just shows that people without all the, you know, whatever you assign them as, or, right. you know, uh, the class, the distinction. class distinction, yeah, the throw them in a room, get to bare bones, personality and connection. And anyone could get along. And they've all got you know? the same quirks. Yeah. They all have problems with their f- the relationships, yeah. their families, whatever it is. And, and, and it, It's so beautiful that way. You're right because yeah,
1: it's the geek, the nerd, the the popular girl, the the bad boy, yeah, yeah, the introvert,
2: and they're all opposites in a way, and they all become friends.
1: And then, of course, it gave the world "Don't you forget about me," good old simple Minds. so good, and the fist pump at the end. Yeah, it's a great film. It's such a powerful but feel good movie as well. Beautiful film. Yeah, it, it almost sneaks up on you. It really does. Club, because you feel like you're watching just kind of a fun John Hughes movies. But then there's some intense dialogue and yeah. scenes where it's like, holy shit. Uh, uh, you know, that when they you find down, yourself suddenly
2: crying. Yeah. And
1: you're suddenly like it actually gets you and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Next 34, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. So I have felt in the last few years that maybe that movie was waning a bit for me because in the 90s, I this movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. I I just thought it was magical. Renny Zellweger was magical. The kid Jonathan Lipnicki he was he's just amazing. So adorable. You know the human head weighs ten pounds. <laughs> you know he's like, want to so go cute. to the zoo? The fucking zoo's closed, Ray. You said fuck. You know? <laughs> Don't worry, I won't tell. <laughs> anyway, I used to. I could like. Yeah. Quote the entire movie. It was so charming. Tom Cruise at his best, but also Cameron Crowe, the Cuba direction. Cuba so great. And, oh, Kubakun Jr., you know, show me the money. So good. That whole relationship <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, it's so good. But um, I watched it last year and I was like, it's still fantastic yeah and it's me such too. a i think i watched it with you and it's such a quirky film because it's like a sports movie but a romance but a, romance, but a business but a drama, movie like really weird yeah. yeah it's kind of all over the place yeah. it's a very unique film
2: it's the characters that really
1: just and you know yeah. that script was written and that role was written for tom hanks really yeah. who probably could have done it oh pretty he could have well pulled it at off the time too. yeah thank god cruise did it man yeah, because it now amazing. i can't imagine anyone else no. doing it no, it was amazing. Yeah, it, and
2: again, if anyone says Tom Cruise can't act, go Jerry back Maguire, and watch Jerry yeah, Maguire. Yeah,
1: and again, that's a film that's got kind of everything. It's a, a very strange, like genre of movie, but it's so it's feel so good. Great. It's so feel good. You had and, me at hello. Yeah, and some people think it's all corny and sappy. No, to me, it's very real and it's very moving. You know, it's not corny you and sappy. Me, I, I love it. It's yeah.
2: actually that that whole um, concept of you know she she she. Turns around to him and says, you know, you really like me a lot and you love my kid and right. that's not enough for me. And she yeah. pushes this gorgeous, amazing guy out of her life, putting her foot down, saying right. you need to, you know, you need to love she me or not. She deserves
1: someone to love her in return. and like, he She com- loves him.
2: Exactly. And then he comes back because... Yeah. she stood up for herself yeah. and it's and a then powerful it's got a message whole
1: football side plot as well <laughs> I know. it's so bizarre, <laughs> it's isn't so bizarre. It?
2: <laughs> yeah. and then
1: you've got kelly preston in there as this like oh, and that vixen secret
2: garden song which yeah. was at your wedding Springsteen, i love it it's the a secret beautiful garden. song it's absolutely gorgeous that's the song that made me cry at your wedding if I oh mean. really yeah I, I it was going it was i think i was walking down the aisle As a bridesmaid and I started crying. My wedding is
1: a haze. I don't remember anything. I do. (laughs) All right. We're going to move this along briskly because we don't have much more time. But I want to finish the list. Go, go, go. Okay. Next is uh, 35, Rain Man
2: okay so it's been so long okay. you just
1: go rayman is phenomenal barry levinson directed it um it's the only film tom cruise has been in that won best picture at the okay. oscars uh, dustin hoffman got oh, all the yeah. accolades for of this course because he's amazing um, as raymond yeah he's incredible and it's, it's such an iconic performance but tom cruise and what i love seeing is in the years to come now people are going back and they're going, you know, Tom Cruise actually has the more nuanced performance. Oh, yeah. Because he's such a douchebag at the beginning of he the film. Such a and at the end, he's like, why don't you guys just tell me I had a fucking brother? And then he won't take any money. And he really genuinely loves his brother. Yeah, And he he is so good in it.
2: He's amazing. Um,
1: yeah. I love that movie. It, it's, it's a powerful film. It's another one that I made Daniela, my wife, watch. And it made me so happy how much she loved the awesome. film. She loved it. So that's Rain Man. Okay, and then 36, Stand By Me, Rob Reiner. I oh my God, that's an amazing song. Stand By Me. Number one, the soundtrack is just incredible. Yeah. And then you've got a young River Phoenix, you've got a young uh, Corey Feldman again. Um, oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the main the main guy. Um, uh, um, Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah.
2: So um, when that came out, um, I didn't see it for the longest time, and then I and and don't kill me for comparing this, but then I saw that movie now and then, which I loved, like a girly. Oh, with the, Demi Moore and yeah, Rosie it's like a little. I need to watch that. It's a bit of a version of. Apparently, Stand it's By a female me.
1: Stand By Me. I'm told. Yeah. and it's
2: very cute. And and me and um, one of my best friends at the time watched it in the theater like four times, hmm. and we watched this religiously. And Women then,
1: seem to love that film. It, I well, probably it's, should it's check it out. It's geared to
2: girls, but it's a lovely story. Right. It really is. But then I was told, well, you have to go back and watch Stand By Me. And then I just loved yeah, Stand By fantastic. Me. it's fantastic. And yeah. then
1: Jerry O'Connell, who was this big chubby kid then, who then got all like buff and handsome later. Yeah. It's such a beautiful story. It's based on a Stephen King short novella called The Body. Yeah. And Stephen King has said that this is his favorite adaptation. And then Richard Dreyfus narrates the film. I have uh, to see that John again John Cusack too. has a small supporting role in it. Oh, wow. Uh, it's such a lovely film. Oh, and uh, Kiefer Sutherland oh, yeah. is a total he's evil, evil oh, as yeah he's great as dick. an evil oh, evil absolutely. guy yeah yeah uh, stand by me is beautiful and again i watched this film when i was like seven and it's like an r-rated <laughs> it's film. really harsh i always say it i always include it on the list of films that uh kids should watch yeah. i do because I agree. it's like a coming of age childhood movie and yes it's a bit grittier but it's not horrible that's no, a great movie But I, I put it there on you know before you you know Maybe twelve years old. I watched it a bit earlier than that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Okay, good. Let's see what I've got next. Um, Thirty-seven. The Lion King. So I love again, the it Lion was King. so rough for me because I love Aladdin. For yeah. instance, I love. No, it's
2: my favorite Disney movie. I love Monsters Inc. Yeah, but
1: The Lion King is is my favorite Disney film, but it's also one of my all time favorite movies. I, I agree. Mean, that film's powerful. The so opening powerful. sequence is incredible uh Mufasa's death Scar is such an asshole yeah you know Simba and then you've got the the two sidekicks what are they called Pumba
2: again? and um Pumbaa and uh what's the little thing called uh I don't remember
1: Pumba and Pumba and the other one <laughs> sorry guys I, I, know. I can't well, believe we I don't have on either. kids <laughs> it's so good though I've seen this film so many times um it's the warthog or something yeah it, no, Pumbaa is the warthog. Oh, it's really? The
2: little thing that I can't remember the damn oh, name of. Anyway,
1: but. I I love the Lion King. I I watch it almost every year. It's still so beautiful to look at. Um, and I I miss Timon. Timon. There Pumba we Pumbaa and Timon. Uh, they're just such great sidekicks, you know. Akuna Matada, that's oh, the best. Yeah. Uh, can it means no you worries, feel the, the
2: love tonight. tonight? And that was um, Elton John who did the. I mean, yeah. uh, I had all of that on soundtrack. I watched it a million times. Yeah. Oh, so good, and it's, it's still so it's phenomenal. good.
1: And I miss that old school Disney animation. I know. I love Me it too. when they do that. And Lion King is one of the most beautiful aesthetic, so beautiful versions of that old school. I'm excited animation.
2: about the new one coming out they better do that right it's
1: gonna be weird because it's so like a weird. live action remake but there's like no humans yeah, they in did it.
2: okay in <laughs> jungle, jungle book, book. Yeah, yeah i know
1: we'll see okay 38 forrest gump so thank gosh that was on the list. okay <sighs> we just watched it two days ago it just got released on 4k so we bought it um here's what's weird about forrest gump i watched forrest gump in the 90s with alon baran mm-hmm. him and i and we didn't really know what to think of it it was so, oh, wow. kind, it was I've kind loved of it from day one. We, we didn't. And it's a film I haven't particularly loved so much. Then I remember in Damien Bolger's wedding, mm-hmm. we were all sitting down at night after the wedding, absolutely pooped, and we watched Forrest Gump. And then I remember specifically during uh, Jenny's um, funeral scene when mm-hmm. he's crying at her grave, we all looked at each other and all the guys were just bawling their eyes wow. out. Wow. Those are the two of the times I distinctly remember watching it. I hadn't seen it much otherwise. Wow. Forrest Gump is my wife, Daniela's absolute favorite movie. So since we've been together in the last six years, I've seen it about 12 or 13 times. <laughs> right. And now I love it. Yeah. My husband I loves, loves it, it, it too.
2: And, our, you know, we always talk about how Daniela and my husband are very similar people. That's true. And David will watch it whenever it's on TV. Right. He'll 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 make me watch it. But make me, I...
1: Love it. It's so I smart. Love it. It's so inventive. How and it so much history. Yeah, yeah. Done through all those real scenes from history. It's a very melancholy and dour movie.
2: Yet still Not somehow uplifting. So but somehow uplifting. uplifting I, I know. don't know why. Yeah, Even though it's um, actually really sad throughout. It's about abuse, about drug abuse, everyone about... Dies. Everyone, everyone dies. Everyone dies. Everyone cares about
1: dies. Except. Apart from the kid.
2: And, um... Lieutenant Dan doesn't oh, die. Oh, Lieutenant
1: Dan. Well, he loses his legs. <laughs> but he
2: doesn't die. Yeah. But his mom. Which is Baba, a great scene, too. The, the entire scene where he defends him with the prostitutes and everything. Yes. like.
1: Oh, and I forgot how good Gary Sinise is in this right? as Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. He is phenomenal. He's I mean, amazing. obviously, Tom Hanks is incredible. Robin, oh. Wright kind of annoys me. Really? Cause, well, because she's she's not a good person. No, but she does her acting's great. End. No, yeah. she's,
2: she's an annoying character, but... Yeah. Watch her character arc because by the end
1: she has changed. She's changed
2: and knows
1: how wrong she did. She says she's sorry for all the things she did to him. Yeah. Oh my god! And that scene when she says, "I named him after his father." Oh my! He goes, "Is he? Is he?" Dumb like me, and he almost like breaks down. Well, it's, first he goes. So I named him
2: Forrest. and he's like, I named him after his dad, and he doesn't get it. Right, and he goes, Oh, his dad's named Forrest yeah. too, and it's he's said, like, you're, you're his daddy, dad. yeah. and he starts crying and, and asks, but Is like, he this smart? Look of,
1: like shock and like, yeah. you know, is he like me? And she's like, No, 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 he's really smart. And that's little baby Haley Joel Osment. That's who that is <laughs> from oh, Sixth yeah. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, so um, good. It's weird because this is a film for me. That has come up in esteem and for critics has gone down in esteem. Really? Oh, it's one of those films that now is very split in the sand and divided. How funny. A lot of critics think that it's just sappy, corny. And then the other half think it's like one of the best American classics. It's forever
2: going to be my favorite Tom Hanks performance. And it's forever going to be a a film I will always love. Oh, well,
1: we did Tom Hanks movies. And Forrest Gump yeah. in our movie poll was our favorite
2: one. Yeah, again, hundreds oh, yeah. of
1: votes. So That's right. yeah, um, we do online movie polls, which on Tony, the movie guy, out. yeah, go it's to so Tony, the fun. movie guy on Facebook, and we run daily movie polls. You can vote, tag, share your friends. It's super fun. Super fun. Yeah. So we do characters. So we did. Uh, sorry, we do actors. So we did Tom. That Hanks movie's, movies compared against yeah, each we other. We voted all of his movies down to number one and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, Gump. Won. Okay, let's move along. I had to put this on the list. I actually left it off and I was like, if I'm going to be honest and true to myself, it has to be in my top 50. 39, The Karate Kid. Of course. I watch it twice a year. Of course. I, I literally, you're the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. I mean, the crane kick. Uh, Ralph Macchio <laughs> is <as> Danielle <laughs> LaRusso. Yenny looked at me with such like disgust just then. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, doing the jig. Um, oh, my God. Johnny Lawrence, uh, Cobra Kai. It's you know, wonderful. John Kreese. I
2: really want to see uh, that. Pat Morata,
1: uh, Mr. Miyagi, Wax On, Wax Off. So good. I, I love the Karate Kid. Um, I mean, I took karate lessons. I got up to Greenbelt just because of this damn movie. Yeah. And, yeah, they've just rebooted Cobra Kai on YouTube. I've heard Head, it's pretty good. Which is fucking phenomenal. That's awesome. I love it. Because there's no... Clearly defined good or bad guy. Yeah. The main character is Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Who's like the bad guy, the in bully in the Kid, first yeah. film. Um, but that he's fantastic in it, and then Ralph machio is fantastic in it. Unfortunately, Pat Morita yeah, died, so he's dying. not in it. Um, oh, I can't awesome. wait for season two. Cool. I again, I, I'm not going to say the the trilogy. Karate Kid two was fun. Karate Kid three was not good. It's kind of campy. The first Karate Kid. It's a classic, cool, and it's directed by uh, John G. Alfredson, who directed Rocky.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, makes sense. It has that that um, I don't know what you call it not sports movie, like uh, winning, feel good well, movie. Course, yeah, what do you absolutely.
1: call? <laughs> exactly. Sweep the leg,
2: finish him. I love karate movies,
1: oh, Karate Kids. It's just it's oh so I'm, enjoyable. I'm so glad it's on your list. I love no, it. You, it to you, you you
2: validly have that on your list.
1: Okay, forty Braveheart. So wow. I took Gladiator off the list, which was hard. It would be in my top 100 because I had Braveheart already. I and agree with you, though. Braveheart to Braveheart me. Braveheart is superior it to came Gladiator. first. It's so powerful. Mel Gibson directed it. The soundtrack. It. The music oh. is absolutely gorgeous. But the, the cinematography, the direction, those epic war scenes. No CGI, by the no. way. It's all extras and stand-ins. Yeah. Epic. And it's so emotional and moving. The true story of William Wallace. Well, he didn't (laughs) didn't shag the Queen of England. No,
2: (laughs) he did not. Um, They had to add that in there.
1: I love that movie. It's it's so powerful. It's so good. You know, they're making a film about Robert the Bruce. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you know who's playing Robert the Bruce? No, tell me. Chris Pine seriously I like Chris Pine I love Chris Pine now he's a total yank so it's It's going to be interesting we'll see yeah we'll see that would be interesting I've always thought because they kind of skim over Robert the Bruce Robert the Bruce just I don't know if you know this oh no um, William Wallace lit the match for freedom of Scotland but Robert the Bruce is the one who actually fought and eventually won yeah so I have for a long time wanted to see that story and they're finally going to bring it to the big screen Okay, good. 41, Aliens. Um, oh, thank gosh I, I that's on it. your list. Okay, I love Aliens. Yes, yeah, so I like Alien, but for instance, I watch oh, Alien, aliens is. The I best. watched Alien a few months ago, Alien, and it doesn't hold up that no. well to me. It really doesn't. Aliens is aliens amazing. Aliens is phenomenal. James Cameron. Love it you know, so much.
2: Game over, man. Game over. When so you put good. her in charge. That little girl is so
1: creepy uh, and Newt, cool. Yeah. They come out at night, mostly. Mostly at night. Tony, you just sound creepy. That's what she said. Yeah, but you sound really creepy. Michael Bean is fantastic in that. So good. Sigourney Weaver. I mean, Ripley. So good. Such a badass. Sigourney Weaver. Um, Yeah, I love Aliens. So you've seen Aliens a lot, huh? I
2: just saw it a month, two months ago at my friend Tony's house. Different Tony. (laughs) Oh, a different (laughs) Tony.
1: It's such a badass movie. I love it to death. Um, Okay, good. 42 Train Spotting. So again, it was kind of tough doing Danny Boyle movies because I love him. The Beach. 28 oh days a beach later. would trumpet for me yeah. every time 28 days later oh i, 20... I, I almost feel really bad that you I picked it train in. spotting oh yeah over uh, those oh, two oh, absolutely it's the first one i so saw of danny boyle not ewan mcgregor it's it's in, i but love it's just this one movie. long drug trip really i love I this movie the soundtrack is so iconic it's so phenomenal feel the choo, pressure choo, no. no that's not that one that's not from train spotting no that's not um choose life that whole like quotation was so iconic you it it gave the world ewan mcgregor gave the world robert carlisle yeah um i I love it kelly mcdonald and yeah it's such a hard-hitting movie about heroin addiction yeah i was also a huge fan of the book i had read Irvin welsh's book um i've read it two or three times i've seen that film 20 or 30 times and again i fought with like god which one would go on yeah the beach is like A film that for some reason holds a place in my heart. We love it. Oh, I love love it. But I know it has faults for sure. Some people hate it too. 28 Days Later could almost vie for the spot. Because as you know, it's like one of my favorite horror movies. But I don't know. Train spotting was first blood for me. Yeah. And it's just, it's got so many more iconic scenes. Uh, It's incredible in my mind. But it's okay. I know it's, that's a rough movie. Yeah. Okay. 43, Boogie Nights. This is a movie that has gone up in esteem for me over the years so much. I remember watching Boogie Nights 20 years ago and just like, what the fuck is this? And then seeing Mark Wahlberg pull out his 11-inch fake <laughs> cock at the end. You know, you got this, Dirk. You know, it's like, what is this? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know half those actors. Now, it's, I mean, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. It's got John C. Riley in it, William H. Macy, uh, Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore. Uh, heather graham so many incredible performances uh, so many scenes that are so iconic the soundtrack is amazing and yes it's gritty and it's set in the you know the whole atmosphere of the porn industry yeah but the film is about it's a so, very good it's movie. about so much more than that yeah um i it, again it's a really long film uh but now i've watched it maybe seven eight times and i'm i'm like wow this film's amazing mm-hmm. so it had to make my list okay it's, and again that's paul thomas anderson as well okay let's see all right good 44 titanic good i, I know that's one of your all-time favorites yes it, it has to go on the list it come on it's it's james cameron's masterpiece it's um, a
2: beautiful movie no matter what you say uh the the sets, the costumes, the love story, the music. It's, it's incredible. It's an achievement
1: in filmmaking. So this is another film that a lot of critics now crap on. It's and ridiculous. Are, it's very divided. But I'm like, come on. Even as a heterosexual male, <laughs> uh, this film. And yeah, the first hour and a half is all David loves that movie.
2: Up. He's as man-man as you get. It's
1: a great movie. It is. I mean, Jack and Rose, Leo DiCaprio is phenomenal. Everything
2: about the sinking... Uh, sequence is incredible. we well, see the
1: last hour is all action, just yeah. intense. Yeah. But Kate Winslet's so great, you know. Draw me like one of your French girls, <laughs> Jack. You know, um, it, it, she gives I'm a great right. performance yeah uh, I'm the king of the world Leonardo DiCaprio so he's so charming in it but then he, uh, Billy Zane Billy Zane villain. I oh love God, him in this movie so good yeah. and um, uh,
2: what's her name who plays the Kathy sh- Bates she was a that. real character yeah, too that's right she, yeah
1: it was awesome well so much of that film is based on fact because I mean James Cameron I mean when, he keeps going underwater you know pulling <coughs> up all these artifacts from Titanic
2: so you know what my favorite scene is in that movie no really the weird scene
1: <laughs> in Which, the car no not with at the all hand and no. all the sweat because it's very the unrealistic steam. how epic that is so
2: ridiculous it, you know it would be so uncomfortable in the back of the- anyway yeah <laughs> no at the Let's end talk about the mechanics of the... having
1: sex in a car <laughs> on a boat
2: in the end i think of when she's finishing to the older lady is finishing she throws the, heart me... of the
1: ocean no, in the goddamn no, ocean no, why no.
2: let me finish so she's finishing telling the story and the camera pans out on all the people she's talking to and they're all bawling their eyes out it's this moment Because at the beginning they're all laughing and making jokes and da 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 -da and not taking it seriously. Yeah, it's Bill Paxton. And then at the end, everyone, even from like someone in the background, are bawling their eyes out. It's a beautiful, beautiful scene. And then obviously at the end when they meet on the steps. Oh, you're saying
1: what's your favorite scene? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying the scene you didn't like. No, those are
2: my two favorite scenes. And I and I, you know, yes. It devastated me how that movie ended, and yet it didn't, because that's
1: realistic. Well, you're right. What's strange about that is, again, it's quite a depressing film, sure, but somewhat uplifting. And again, come on, everyone debates it. Jack could have fit <laughs> on that goddamn plank. There are so many online oh theories about this, there but are so many memes. Here's gifts. the point: it's ridiculous.
2: the re- the reality is, a lot of people lost their loved ones, and some survived, and yeah. some didn't, and that's what they were trying to depict, obviously. Yeah. And look, no, look,
1: it, it is absolutely a, a, a huge achievement in filmmaking. I, I mean, he won like 12 Oscars for it. I went to a Titanic ex- exhibit at Vegas. Did I tell you about no. that with Danny? It was so spooky. I'm sure. Because you see all these artifacts, all mm. these people that lost their lives, and they've researched it. And then the last thing you see is a huge chunk, bigger than my entire apartment. Of the Titanic oh, that wow. they've retrieved. Wow. Uh, it was really eerie. I uh, bet. It freaked Danny out so much she left Midway. Wow. <laughs> so I had to go through the whole thing on my own. It was so fascinating though. Okay, good. That's Titanic. It, look, it, it's a great film. And again, over the years, I appreciate this film more. Of course. Whereas now critics and other people kind of whine about it. It's just strange to me. It really is strange to me. Okay, 45, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, a john that's Hughes a wonderful film classic
2: it's so fun
1: matthew broderick it's probably his most iconic role yes and you're right it's it's alan ruck as cameron his best mm, friend so good it, and again it's such a charming film it is so charming it's funny but it's got real moments yeah. of like emotional pathos you know yeah. Um, and it's so iconic. It's,
2: it, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's not much that needs to be said. It's amazing. Jennifer Gray. She's has so his great. his uptight
1: sister and yeah. Charlie Sheen and that random yeah. cameo. And who uh.
2: plays the girlfriend?
1: Um, oh, Mia Sarah. Yeah, she, I know, she just she was disappeared, right? Oh, she was in yeah, Legend, she's been yeah. in very few movies, though. And Time Cop with John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that. Okay, anyway, it's a great movie. Amazing. Okay, 46 Inception. Yeah. Christopher Nolan. So um, is
2: that your. Did you have another Christopher Nolan on this? The a Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Okay, so 10, yeah. I agree. Inception and Dark Knight would probably be my two top Christopher Nolan
1: movies. Yes. Yeah, I... Inception is one of those movie going experiences when I saw it in the theater oh, so good. where everyone was just so entranced. What? Now, it's a confusing movie. I had to watch it several times.
2: Yes but... and no. Oh, I, I wasn't dreams that confused. Within
1: dreams within dreams. Well, I'll speak for myself. I was. I was like, what the what I just rewatched on? it
2: like three months ago and I'm like, this isn't actually that confusing. Well, I've
1: seen it 10 or 15 times uh, now. But, I've um, seen about five. It's so epic. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tom Hardy, one of his I early love roles. I Tom Hardy in that. Uh, Ellen Page, yeah. obviously Leonardo DiCaprio. Killian um, Murphy's yeah. in this. Tom Berenger. It's got all kinds of Ken Watanabe. It's brilliant. Um I said Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. of course, is great in this, but uh, yeah, it's such a spectacle. It's a great science fiction movie, and I, that ending, man, I just mm-hmm. remember in the theater, and just everyone's the audience like, "What just happened? Nuts! <laughs> what just happened? Uh, what did it mean?" It's fantastic, yeah, and people have been talking about it for years. Yeah, so that's Inception. Okay, we're almost there. All right, this is for our fiftieth episode. The 50 favorite movies of Tony the Movie Guy. So i want to do the last four. 47, Die Hard. Yes. Okay, it had to be on the list. Of course. It it's my favorite One of the best action, action movies yeah, of all time. my favorite action movie. Again, we did a whole poll on action movies. Yeah. Die Hard licked it. it won. Bruce
2: Willis really came into his own in that role. Launched, I mean, that whole franchise.
1: Yeah. yippee ki motherfuckers. And then um, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Hans Gruber. I Hans mean, Again, oh. just so
2: you know. So, Tony thought this was hilarious. I had seen Die Hard two, three, four, five, and not one That's until crazy. two years ago. That's crazy. And went back and watched it because someone was like, it's a great Christmas movie. So I went and <laughs> it watched is it. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, uh, this is the best it one. It
1: starts on Christmas music yeah. and ends on yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. And it's set on Christmas Eve. It's at brilliant. a Christmas party. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I love this film. And look, Die Hard with a Vengeance, I like too. I, I really like the it. The Free or Die Hard's okay. The last one was terrible, and Die Hard is kind of forgettable. Uh,
2: I the- love the one with the plane. That's two, right? Yeah, that's. the I like one. it. It's okay. But- I and I like. I, I yeah, I like them
1: all. Yeah, but the third one, uh, sorry, the first Die Hard yeah. is iconic. It's the best, and it's amazing. Now, thirty years later, people still revere it. It's oh, like it's amazing. The finest action movie, which is kind of bizarre when you compare it to films like John Wick, which are so like. hyper kinetic but there's something about that old school feel of action which is why i think people love it and the villain
2: and he's this off the off the
1: rails new york cop with this attitude on his own on his
2: own making all this happen in a
1: wife beater and no (laughs) socks barefooted you know so taking good. On an and
2: that cop, bunch of that whole comedic yeah, thing with the driver friend. and the cop, yeah. and yeah, the chauffeur good. Yeah. and the limo. So funny. And again, yeah, it's
1: got comedy, action, it's you so know, it, it's such a wonderful movie. I watch it every year for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> All right, that's Die Hard, good old Bruce Willis. All right, and uh, let's see. And that's John McTiernan, who directed that film. Okay, 48. So I had a real hard time with this because I was trying to do comedies. You know, like, anchorman could have been on here okay ace ventura could have been on here tropic thunder Uh, again those are all in my top 100 but monty python's holy grail of course it's it's my favorite comedy okay you know it's so iconic now it's interesting this isn't a film i go back to so much now neither do i but i grew up watching this all the time
2: it it does not hold up as well, Tony. It
1: doesn't. all the jokes and lines do to me because I have the entire soundtrack on my phone and I listen to it on repeat. Oh, how funny. But you're right that the film as a whole doesn't. Okay. It's very outdated because it's almost 50 years old, but it's just got so many quotable lines yeah. you know the knights of knee and yeah, so you know funny. the coconuts with the horses and, how do you know so much about swallows you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know and the the, the bunny and the, the yeah. holy hand grenade no, it's, of it's antioch great. you know which was in ready player one yeah. I, there's just there's so many references you know now go away before i taunt you again <laughs> oh, i i love it so yeah. i can it's one of those films that i can quote so i zoolander almost made this list of my top oh, 50 because believe hard. it or not it's so rewatchable god i don't envy you for
2: having to make this list Yeah, and
1: i can quote like everything in zoolander yeah but this was first blood okay so that's why i had monty python's holy grail okay i'm gonna round out the last two and you will love my last one stop peeking. 49 the peaking. last of the Mohicans.
2: awesome so, uh, i finally saw it yay yeah
1: you watched it you loved it loved it such an epic film michael mann directed it but the last
2: 20 minutes yeah it's
1: about a 12 13 minute uh like tracking scene with that music
2: unbelievable
1: every the whole story comes to a close with all the characters it all ties up in just this one last big sequence which is incredible but the whole film's amazing and i mean i think it's the only truly commercial like big box office epic movie that daniel day lewis has done i guess i mean yeah. Or Gangs of you. York. Yeah, I was going to say Gangs of New York my didn't do Foot. bad, right? No, but there was a much more grittier urban right. film. Um, anyway, Lost of the Mohicans and the music is beautiful. It, it's an epic film. I love it. Okay, to round out my list of the top 50, and I know you'll appreciate this, Love Actually.
2: I was going to say we can't be friends if that wasn't on Well, the here's list.
1: the thing. I, I I couldn't lie to myself. If I want to be cheered up, I'll put on Love Actually. Right. Um. If I if I you know if I if I'm in a bad mood I'll watch Love Actually. If it's Christmas I'll watch Love yeah. Actually. And if I want to be Yenny's friend I'll watch <laughs> Love Actually. But just so you know, I adored this film long before. Oh as well. well,
2: per your polls, so did everybody else. R- oh, it oh, that's won. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So
1: we did rom-coms, again as a movie poll. Love Actually won in a landslide. Like
2: I wasn't even worried. At all, when, because it says yeah.
1: <laughs> the ultimate romantic comedy, Love Actually. But but I
2: know, I mean, everyone I know, bar maybe one person, you know, you who you are, doesn't love that film. It's
1: such a, I mean, yes, Mike movie. loves Harry
2: Met more, and I uh, whatever. film Mike Gross, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
1: generally and that's a great film too. But come on, <laughs>
2: Love Actually is a perfect. Rom-com, absolutely. In in soundtrack, in storylines, in uh, in versatility of storylines, in creativity, in, in in attacking like almost every you know aspect of relationships from hard to funny to. Ah, yeah. oh, I love it. So it's got
1: much. Mr. Bean, Liam Neeson. It's got Hugh, you know Hugh Grant as the prime minister. Yeah, it's just amazing. And then, I mean, Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. That part's That's heartbreaking. Yeah. The, the Laura kid with
2: his dad, yeah.
1: Martin Freeman, and then Colin with a bag of condoms. I'm, I'm on so the wrong good. continent. I'm going to go to America with a bag of condoms and I'm going to have sex with everyone. <laughs> Which
2: resonated with me in a very well different way. But I ran to America to find a husband. So you know oh, i thought I that tested was hilarious what Colin said
1: and I, i'll <laughs> report now he was right oh yeah but i'm happily married now so it's okay but yeah.
2: it's true it's it's anyway it's it's a wonderful film i'm so glad it was
1: on your Colin top 50 Firth, that, so it, i mean it's about eight storylines and then oh and Kira knightley yeah. and uh, andrew lincoln who, who everyone know now knows as you know the walking which dead. is a,
2: also a harsh storyline falling in Absolutely. love with your Best friend's wife, yeah. you know it's it's devastating.
1: Yeah, it's such a great movie, and you know it's true. Maybe it's it, you know as I watch it over and over, I can kind of see it's a bit sappy and sentimental. Oh,
2: don't even. I don't
1: care. It's a feel good movie. I think it's it is exactly what it wants to be.
2: Exactly. You know what I mean. In every way.
1: And it always leaves me with a smile on my face. Yeah, it has a beautiful ending. No,
2: no rom com has done what that film does for me. And I I screen it maybe every two years for Christmas. And I will have 15, 20 people in my living room with smiles on their faces, cheering to the word love.
1: Yeah, so I think love actually rounds out the 50 movies really nicely, don't you? Yes. Beautiful. Tony,
2: I am so happy with your list. I didn't know one movie of that list. I don't remember. It's early toward the... Toward the middle or beginning. But I knew almost all of those. That was a
1: solid list, right? That was a great list. Okay, Very proud of you. Well, this was fun. Um, All our listeners, thank you so much. Uh, We do this for you and we do it because we love it. Of course. Um, Again, please rate and review our podcast. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Tell a friend about us. Please. we'll see you next time.
2: Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Tony the Movie Guy's 50th episode. We're really excited to bring it to you. And uh, in honor of our 50th episode, if you have not already, please do follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That is extremely helpful. And contribute to our GoFundMe and become a patron of the podcast on Patreon. We would really appreciate it. All the links are in the show notes. We hope to bring you... 50 more episodes, and then some. Have a great week. Bye-bye.